Okay, so we're just gonna dive in here. Do you, do you play the intro song live? No. Uh, I mean, I. You mean like live? Like <laughs> it's no. a little different every time. It is not. <laughs> it's just not. Make a podcast with Muhammad T. Joma. I am your host, Muhammad, and I am joined here today with my friend, my best friend in the whole wide world, Jay Howell. Hello. Good to see you, buddy. I was nervous you were going to just say friend. Nope. Best friend. I heard the David Marsh one, and I was like, God damn it. If he doesn't call (laughs) me his best friend, too, I'm tipping this table over. You're totally my best friend, man. I have lots of best friends. Typically, if you're inside my house, it just automatically elevates your level. Cool. Uh, I'm your host, Muhammad. Uh, This is our podcast. It's called Let's Make a Podcast. I'm Muhammad T. Joe and Friends. Every... Week or whenever I feel like releasing these, I have a friend come by and they pitch a podcast to me, maybe an idea that they had. Here on Let's Make a Podcast, we like to celebrate um, not only podcasts, but, you know, ideas that you and I might have. You know, it's 2018, today's day and age. uh, It's so easy to create, to become a creator and to sort of create whatever you... um, Whatever, whatever's inside your heart, but so often we don't, and yeah. all the tools are right here. These Shut microphones cost like thirty dollars, and you know, a mixer and a laptop. You know, it's it's easy to get together. We get it. You have a lot of money. You can buy yeah. these things <laughs> to create. I have a lot of money, and uh, you know, iTunes doesn't really police what you put up there. They just sort of <laughs> say, uh, "Do you want to <laughs> put a podcast on our website?" <laughs> Here it is. Uh, there's no rules or anything? They're Not like, really. Uh, they, be... they like take a day uh, to just approve it, but I think they just approve anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think – I couldn't imagine somebody actually like reviewed it and listened to the episode. Look, um, it was a little it – was, it was a little muffled. Yeah, and then, you know, after the first episode, they don't even review it. They just automatically – Go up there from wherever you you host. You can do a decoy episode first, (laughs) and then really get into the the shit. (laughs) But it is it is strange. I think iTunes is the only it's the only thing that I can think of like that that is like a mega platform where everybody has the podcast app just built into their iPhones. Yes, whether you want it or not, (laughs) it's just there. I mean, even like Google Play, it just automatically has uh, has podcasts on there, Mm -hmm. and just anybody can post anything on there, like literally anything. But podcasting is a weird field, you know. It's it's been around for a super long time, and. it's one of those things that seems like it's super popular until you say the word podcast to your aunt and she's like, what the hell is a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> no, like, absolutely. Oh, that's weird. I thought everybody just knew what these yeah. were now, but... You haven't listened to cereal? <laughs> <laughs> I had cereal for breakfast this morning. It's hey. an interesting tie in there. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> what an interesting tie in. <laughs> Said the word and it's spelled yeah, it differently is, and means something uh, different. Yeah, it's a homonym, I believe, is what you call this. <laughs> um, your name, Mahominem. Mahominem T. Joma. That's that's my name on the streets. 
<laughs> anyway, Jay, uh, you you uh, have an idea for a podcast, something that you, you, you thought might make a good podcast, but uh, you obviously decided it wasn't good enough to be a real podcast, so you decided to come do it on this here's, shitty podcast. Here's the thing. <laughs> Full disclosure to all of your listeners, uh, as your friend, knowing that you have this podcast, it's a lot of pressure. Because yeah. I'm like, I have to come up with a podcast so I can be on his podcast about podcasts. I don't want to let you down. Yeah. I'll be like, what if we just talk about fingernails? I do think I, I probably like text you immediately and was like, hey, come up with an idea for a podcast because yeah. I need people to be on this show. Better be good. Especially entertaining people such as yourself. Well, thank um, you. Yeah, you know, and, you know, you can only have so many. David Marsh has literally pitched me uh, different podcast ideas just for a bunch of different people. Christopher Lambert. They're they're all (laughs) just different actors who are basically Christopher Lambert. It's like, what if we did one about Eric Roberts? I'm like, it's the same thing, man. (laughs) So I'm happy to have you on. You're uh, a musician of note around uh, here in in Atlanta. You're you're in a band. Um, Uh, I go by the name of. um, Mohammedan. Adele. Adele, that's right. That's right. That's my stage name. Perhaps you've heard of me. (laughs) Skyfall. The most famous Adele song. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Skyfall. Um, But yeah, you're in a band, Pony League. You guys uh, play here in Atlanta. Yeah. Super good. You have a new record coming out. Thank you. Um, Yes. When? The 22nd? March 23rd. 23rd. The album is officially out and uh, people can listen to it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be available on streaming platforms? Everywhere. Everywhere? Yeah. yeah. Uh, iTunes and Spotify and uh, Bandcamp and... um, Sam Goody. I wonder if you... (laughs) Media Play... Fuck, I wish there was still a media play somewhere. I would totally go. I watched that uh, that Avett Brothers documentary, and they met up with their like bass player in a media play parking lot. What? Yeah. <laughs> How and long even, ago even is the, this? Even the Avett brother was like, it, it's sort of like Best Buy. It's not around anymore. It's like, yep. <laughs> I was like, I knew what he was talking about, but I knew most of the people would be like, what the fuck is a media was play? It still, was, it, was it a... Um, Closed down media play? I think it was still up. I think been around for a long that's time. Insane. So. Yeah. Yeah, but still that if I mean the media play over near where we grew up closed down in like ninety eight or ninety nine, I feel like I it wasn't no, a, was dude, it around it was in still high around in high school. Because uh. you'd go there and right across the street was the Best Buy. Yeah. And you'd like go to buy a DVD there. And you knew there was like five dollars cheaper at Best Buy. So you go, <laughs> nah, I go over there. The uh, most clear memory I have of media play is is going there once a month for my uh, Goosebumps uh, book club. <laughs> we discussed the newest episode of Book of uh, Goosebumps, and it was right when the TV show came on. I remember, and there was okay. a lot of hype. So then my my uh, Goosebumps book club like tripled in size, uh, like the week that Goosebumps came out. I just remember going, and there was like a bunch of new kids. Did you old like the original Goose Goosebump? book club members did you guys kind of hate the like you're the tv I, crowd i i remember feeling uncomfortable because i had like i mean granted you know as little kids i'd probably only go gone to like three or four before that but it felt like i was like i know these kids and now there's so many other kids yeah. and 
you know, so. You're like, I've been around since Welcome to Dead House. I did get, a, I wrote in to Arl Stein for a, an autograph, uh, sent him uh, Welcome to Dead House and uh, asked him to autograph it. And it came back with an autograph, but it was on a sticker. What? Uh, yeah, it was like on a sticker that, I guess he signed a bunch of stickers beforehand and then just had some like assistant slap him on there. Was it a but, real uh, signature though? Or was it, like it was a, a real, no, it was like a real hand signature, oh which was cool. But I, I remember at the time thinking like, cool, he put it on a sticker so I could take it off my book if I want. <laughs> if you want to put but it that, on. That's not what he did <laughs> at all. The living dummy or whatever. He just spent like a couple evenings, I'm sure, just uh, autographing a, a thousand stickers and then gave them out to his assistants to be like, if any kid asks, just stick one of these on a book and send it to him. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, that ties in nicely with my podcast idea, which is Goosebumps. <laughs> the podcast. Let's bring it back. You just got a couple of listeners very excited, right? only to disappoint oh, them sorry, <laughs> with, with your real idea. But let's hear it. Let's hear your real pitch. Um, I kind of already, you've already sort of told me about it, but yeah. tell the listener and tell the world. All right. So this idea uh, was sort of. Um, came to be not 24 hours ago. Um, we were here at your lovely place yes. um, last night for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, the game ended, and you and I were hanging out in the backyard and having some beers, and we got, um, we got a little nostalgic about like music and like when we were in high school, like those uh, bands and those albums uh, – meant like the world to us like i'm 31 now and i'll you know listen to a band or something and i'm like oh yeah that's pretty good but i remember in high school like that was my life was like i gotta go i gotta i gotta follow these bands I, i i would play music i would listen to music and i would go to shows yeah and like that was my identity you know, like the people I were friends with, I was friends with because we liked the same bands. For sure. Um, but like looking back, some of those bands are not good. Like, <laughs> yeah. They do not sure. hold I mean, up well at all. Well, what a, a 14, 15 year old kid likes isn't necessarily um, good music. Yeah. It turns say. out your your brain is not fully formed. <laughs> yeah. and so you might not have made the best decisions right. on <laughs> what it was that you were you know listening to all the time. Um so I, I, I feel like um, it's, you know, it, people like to, you know, be nostalgic and like look back and, I and, enjoy and remember, you know, how a song will spark some memory of like, oh, yeah, I was uh, in the parking lot of media play. When, or right. For an example. Right. With um, the Avid Brothers. With the Avid Brothers. <laughs> we were just hanging out. They had the upright bass. And, uh, <laughs> but no, and, and, and we... Uh, we are the same age. We we yeah. became friends in high school. And 2000 through 2004. That's right. Um, that was like a really important, maybe not important, I might be making it too, but it was a very like specific time in how we sort of digested our music. Because For sure. yeah. in uh, 2001, I looked it up this morning, uh, the iPod came out. Right. And so yeah. up until then, you just had... Um, you know, you have those big binders full of CDs yeah, in your car. For sure. And you just had a CD player. I, I, I had that well past high school too, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, it would start falling apart. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I, I think at one point I just had like pages without a binder. <laughs> 
Just like laying in the back seat. <laughs> just loose leaf style. Yeah. And then Steve Jobs was like, we got to we got to we got to do something about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When did you get did you get an iPod when you were in high I school? I did. I think it was later though. I think probably like junior or senior year really? was the first uh, I, I didn't get one until like 2007, like the redesigned yeah. ones. You didn't think they were going to last? You're like, I just, just I, I was a big music fan, but I had already had so many. Um, yeah, you had a Zune? No. <laughs> the, the iPod actually was my first um, MP3 player too. I yeah. mean, I didn't have anything besides that, but I had so many CDs. I mean, I had a, a just a ridiculous amount. It's just very, uh, to, to the point of like compulsive collecting. So mm-hmm. I had a ridiculous amount of CDs. And um, it seemed like a daunting task to <laughs> try to put them on the iPod, or, oh, yeah. or or like I also liked my CD. You know how it is. You're just sort of like, no, this system's good. So yeah. I, I kind of avoided it, and then I got one in 2007. I was already living on my own. I, you know, I had an apartment and stuff, mm-hmm. and I fucking fell in love with that thing. It's so convenient. It was amazing. <laughs> and I, I spent so many hours putting music onto it, yeah. burning my CDs, and you know. And downloading stuff, um, but yeah, yeah, and there were you would have the before that you would have like the CDRs, yeah, and you would write on a sharpie, right, with a sharpie on the right. CDR. So you just had a bunch of those. Um, you know, I only recently uh, got rid of my CDs. Really? Yeah, like not not when we moved to this place, but when we moved to my last place about two years ago. Which is crazy. Yeah. Did you have your binders? I had three binders I still think... in my closet that I just wasn't getting rid of. No, I got rid of them really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Well, you're smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never used them. You know what it was is I always thought like, which, I mean, eventually, you know, with like streaming music, that's really when it was like, oh, this will never. I always thought there'd be a time where I'd rip them all again to my computer mm-hmm. because, you know, I didn't really have them. After a while, you know, I think when that first iPod died, I never really ripped them to a hard drive again or anything. Right. So I was always like, well, maybe I'll back up all this music. But then, you know, you get Spotify and yeah, now you, know, you Apple don't even, music. And, yeah, you don't even use iTunes. For no, stuff. you don't buy anything. It's I mean, that's why vinyls kind of made a comeback, mm-hmm. uh, you know, especially with people around our age who at one time had hard. Well, even younger people. I think there is this sort of desire just to look at things and, mm-hmm. you know, look through them at a, at a store. You can't do that with, with streaming music. You yeah. Know? It's just different when you're discovering music with streaming. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think me and you also kind of listen to some different music. I mean, I, I think we definitely had crossover bands yeah, too, yeah. but you were a little bit more on the, um, sort of indie emo side. I'd say emo. Yeah, yeah. I was more of a pop punk guy, uh, in general. Yeah. Also, um, really like three eleven. You really did. I really. Did. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, and that again, that goes back to the like, like even that whole, that like emo screamo kind of thing. Right. Like, right. If you go back and try to listen to that now, you're just like, why? Uh, why was this a thing? I might. We might save it for the podcast. But I randomly the other night, uh, a few nights ago, was listening to some of the old, like just Google. I was actually looking up the uh, Atticus dragging the lake <laughs> track listing, and I was like yes. trying to remember what was on there. And uh, we started listening to Thursday, and they were like right in that like prime screamo. Yeah. Like we're really, really emotional, but we've got edge, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I feel like it was sort of a, 
it was like a conscious choice from them to be like, what we're singing is very sappy and right. very like, I don't know, like hyper emotional. But if we scream it, then we then, don't then sound it like sounds total kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a lot to be said about that genre of music. That I mean, I mean, I guess there there are offshoots of it now, but it it, it is very uh, of a uh, of an era, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we can get into that in the podcast. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I love this idea. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I I really I like the idea, and so the name I so basically we 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 were talking um, just about that and there was a lot of like do you remember yeah, yeah. Uh, taking back sunday do you remember yeah. saves the day and like and uh and that's those conversations are so much fun right and i think we brought up uh bright eyes and yeah. um i was like you know what when i drive home tonight i'm gonna listen to i'm wide awake it's morning and yeah, see just see night, right? how it holds up yeah and um and it does for the yeah. most part. I still yeah. really liked it. I still play that album. It's pretty, it's pretty regular. It has <laughs> no, some moments not. where you're like, eh, but like overall, and it's um, strangely so much more polished than like even his CD, his album right before that. Right. You know, which I remember was kind of jarring, but it is a good, like it is a well recorded, mm-hmm. which sounds really good. Yeah, and just beautiful. I mean, beautiful songs on there. Yeah, um, he was he. he He's still doing like I think he's, he's just oh yeah, Connor Oberst. Yeah, I don't, like, you dropped he, the name. He did a Bright Eyes album. I want to say maybe like four or five years ago. Yeah, uh, and it, I mean at that point I was just like, oh, it's just like the uh, you're just calling it that because it's those backing guys again. It just sounded very much like everything he's doing now is kind of right. one sound. He also was in that uh, Monsters of Folk band with uh, Jim James and the guy oh, from yeah. M. Ward. Shim and He. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shim and He. <laughs> yeah, you know, Shim and He. <laughs> Jim James from Morning My Jacket and M. Ward from Shim and He. Uh, I like that album, though, by the way, the uh, Monsters of Folk album. But I, I, I thought the name was, was stupid. <laughs> I yeah. was like, ooh, misstep. You guys you like could have just named yourself something cool and you would have been yeah, like a cool super group. But putting the it's like genre jokey. in your name is yeah. a bit like, yeah. I don't know. It's too tongue-in-cheek jokey right. for my taste. But um. So, yeah, so I, I, I was driving home uh, listening to I'm Wide Awake It's Morning and I was like, what if this is the podcast? What if we... What if we dive, we go back in time to, you know, what we had on our iPods in high school. And I think um, what we can do is sort of each episode would be maybe we, we revisit a artist or even a particular album by that artist and just kind of talk it out, see if we still like it, see uh, what hasn't really aged as well. Um, Maybe a few stories for sure yeah. that you know involve you know maybe going to see that particular band, um, but yeah, I, I think I think that and we could play some of the old music and just yes. sort of examine it now, see if it see Absolutely. if it holds up or not. You know? People can call in. Yeah, um, how do podcasts work? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've heard a few podcasts now where they have call-ins, and I'm always like, I I, I figure they must be live streaming it. Oh yeah, you know, I guess you on could like do that. YouTube or something. Yeah. And then directing people there. I, I don't really know. It's mm. weird, but either way. 
Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I love it. So, what, wait, what's the podcast called? The podcast is going to be called My High School iPod. My High School iPod. Yes. It sounds like a um, Nora Epstein book. So Nora Epstein. I don't know. I think you're thinking of Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah, what's that lady's name? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I'll cut this out. Yeah, <laughs> she makes those uh, pajamas too. I feel like I'm mixing a lot of things <laughs> together. <laughs> she was killing it in the in, in the book writing, and she was like, "You know what, though." I'm gonna make- what do people love to wear when they're reading books? Uh, Pajamas. This is there's there's something there, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. Uh, okay, well, so if you're if you're feeling good, if you're ready, we will uh, take a break and then we'll come out and uh, we'll do an episode of. Uh, you know what else? I, can I pitch you a name? Pitch you a title? Different title? Uh, I like your title, yeah, but I like pitching it. titles. Okay. So, uh, it's uh, when we were young. Ugh. Like the. I'm just the kidding. No. Title. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too sappy. Anyway, yeah. I, li- I like yours better. I think but that I- came out after we were in high school too. But mm, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think <laughs> Hot Fuss was when we were like maybe like senior year. Right, right, um, right. And then Sam's Town was after. But I love that song. I love that song uh, too. <laughs> All right, no, uh, my my high school iPod. My great, high school iPod. Can I ask you what the goal of this is? Like, are you secretly trying to... Is this like an audition? Yeah. Like, if this is a good podcast, are you going to, like, serve as, like, an incubator? You know, I would love... Like, I'd love to have a whole podcast network, uh, you know, and and just go super, like, indie podcast network and just have all these different, you know... You know, if a, if an idea really takes off, yeah, I would I would produce any of these shows I've done so far. Oh, yeah. I really would. I would just produce them if, if somebody would let me. And you know, it's a lot easier than than trying to come up with my own ideas for a podcast. Is I just made a podcast in which I don't really have to do, right. do any of the work. It's a wonderful <laughs> idea, though. I appreciate uh, <laughs> that. But it is. It, it did feel. It. I loved. Like when I had the idea, I loved it. Like to myself, but that, but I also immediately was like. This seems like I'm putting the work on everybody else. Sort of. <laughs> I'm kind but of just I also like, sat here while you tried to figure out the microphone situation. Oh, don't say that. Um, I totally have the microphone. I'm the technical <laughs> ways. Let me produce your podcast, everybody. <laughs> He's a pro. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, there, there's, a, there's a real part of it that was just like, I had been on a, a few podcasts and I was just like, I just want to be guests on other people. Yeah. And and really the the inception of the idea does come from which I kind of mentioned is is you know people are coming up to me at a party or something saying hey I have an idea for a podcast whenever they tell me my initial reaction is always I want to be on that podcast yeah. have me as a guest but then they never make it so I never right. get to do it so I figured well I'll make a podcast in which I can be the guest in everyone's episodes of, of their podcast. Genius. Anyway, this has been a real rambly one, which I enjoy. I got the mouth mouth juices going. That's all you need. <laughs> Let's take a break, and uh, and when we come back, we'll uh, we'll do an episode of my high school podcast hosted by nope uh, my high school iPod hosted by the Jay Howell. That's right. All right, we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> Welcome to another thrilling episode of My High School iPod. I'm your host as always, Jay Howell. Uh, episode 46 of these we've done now. Um, yeah. 
and uh, we're just going to keep on rolling. Um, my guest is my best friend. Thanks. Uh, Mohammed Joma. If I'm your best friend, why haven't you had me on for 46 episodes, <laughs> you jerk? My first time here. Uh, he's very busy. Uh, it's hard to, hard to get you in. I've uh, told you I could come by whenever. You're running you that said, successful okay, podcast network. That's not uh, successful. It's hard, hard to get you in, but I'm glad we finally figured out a, a, a time that I'm, we could do this. I'm glad to be here. I brought my... Um, iPod from high school. Awesome. It is broken. Ooh. Does not work. <laughs> I um the the whole thing about like in Baby Driver how he just has like an iPod. Yeah. And then apparently like Edgar Wright still has his old iPod. Yeah. And, like, that's how he listens to music. Yeah. It's so cool. It is cool. I <laughs> wish I if mine never broke, I'd totally still be using yeah. it today. Although it is an extra thing that you'd have to carry in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. I wish I could download music to to you know. Like, I wish I had a, pardon me, uh, legit, like, 200 gigs just dedicated for, like, loading music onto. Yeah, those things were, like, bricks. Yeah. <laughs> Although streaming works great, so yeah. it's kind of like, what's the point? But yeah. I don't know. It feels better to, like, be like, mine. You got the wheel. Yeah, the, I love the, the wheel. The scrolly wheel. Did you play um, that brick game? Uh-uh. That was on there. That oh, was, I think that was I did. like the next gen. That was my first yeah, one. When I you played the out, like, oh, shit out of that. On this. There is Solitaire, which I played a little bit of, and then there was that brick game that was like a 3D brick breaker game. And then there, I feel like there's a third. Oh, it was like some trivia game that was not very good <laughs> because like once you played it like five times, you got the same question. Right. You're like, well, I know the answer. Yeah. It's <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Everyone does that. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, you guys at home listening, you know how we how, how we do this. Um, you know how we do. You know how we do here. Um, basically, you know, we, we go back to uh, when music was uh, essentially our identity. We didn't have to think about paying bills or uh, voting um, or anything. I think about voting every day. <laughs> I, I wake up, up and I'm like, like, when is the oh, next God, election day? I gotta really <laughs> consider my representatives and <laughs> so much stress. Where do I go? Where's my polling booth? Um, but no, yeah, it, there, there was, you know, there was very little responsibility you had. Um, and I, I, I personally, and I feel like there are others like myself, uh, music was, I I cared so much about the bands that I loved for sure when I was in high school for sure. Um, I, and and you were kind of mentioned it, but I remember I felt like my music was very much tied into my identity. Yeah, uh, like I, and I I always felt like I was like people would understand me more. I remember trying to show my mom like rock bands that I liked at the time just because I was like, she'll get me more if she can listen to this band. Like, she'll understand. That's very cringy, I know. But it's really how I felt. I was like, maybe, maybe like, Like, in Girls, like, if you ever like started liking Girl, you were like, you've got to listen to this band because it's me. I'm telling you who I am. Why won't you listen to this? You would make them a mix CD and it was like a test. Right. It was like, it was sort of so that they would make out with you, but also like, a little bit like, I don't like this. You'd be like, this is not going to work. Um, all right, so I, I decided, I think for this episode, um, I like the idea of, you know, we, we try to see what, what, we, what we still enjoy and what maybe... Yeah, let's, let's try to find something that 
right. uh, that we that that can hold up. Yes. Um, are there any bands for you that that you still listen to from back so, then, like, like like albums that came out in that era that yeah, you still was, put on rotation? I was thinking of like there's some bands that I I someone showed me in high school that I still enjoy and still listen to. Um, like I remember uh, when I first heard Broken Social Scene. Yeah. And I still love like they just put out an album. That's right. Yeah. This past this year. year, it had been like. 10 years since they put an yeah. album out and I really liked it. It's really good. Yeah. And like, that's when I first heard like neutral milk hotel and yeah, I was those like, are cool bands though. Yeah. <laughs> those are no, like those cool bands up. that we were lucky to be like, right. Also think are cool. But then there's like, I, I, I distinctly remember, um, I, I saw them in concert like four or five times and that's a uh, dashboard confessional. Yeah. And yeah. I, so I, I want to, I feel like I know the answer, but I kind of want to see if it's still whole, if I still feel the same way I did when I was that's, 17. Before, before we listen to a track, I, I, I want to tell you, I remember, um, listening to ja- dashboard confessional because my friends like them mm-hmm. and thinking they were kind of lame. <laughs> And then being like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, I should listen to this more because this is what's like cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> which cool is, a, I guess, a relative word. But like that was the kind of scene that I, I, I kind of strive. I was always like one foot in and out of mm-hmm. like the art kids, but I, I always sort of strived, you know, to be in that scene. So I was like, Dashboard Confessional, that's what's cool. Yeah. But I was always kind of like, this is, this is not for me. But that I was listening to like, like I said, pop punk, like. Blink One Eight Two and the Vandals right. and stuff. So it was just a little bit more. Like I, I always expected a little bit. I don't know, faster or like louder. No, yeah, <laughs> and I mean, there was it was a weird. Um, I remember when I first uh, started listening to them. Most of the everything else I was listening to right. was right. Uh, well, know, even like take, Taking like, Back Sunday is kind of on that sort of more emo level, but they are they play like fast. And loud, right. you know, and not with an acoustic guitar, right? right. Like, that was like the a real like differentiating thing was like, no, this guy plays an acoustic guitar, and uh, and he he sings as if um, he uh, just had his heart ripped right. out of his chest. Was that was that sort of the first of that genre for you? I think, think so. I think that's like when the fir- when the term like emo music kind of yeah. first. Started because other than yeah. that, it was fr- like from there, there was like a big span of like quiet, sort of right. you know, the yeah, singer songwriter almost like quiet sort of stuff, right? Um, I um, yeah, I, I think it was I, I would listen to like that and I would still listen to like Rufio, right? And yeah, like these are I got I got yeah. I got I'm a multi-dimensional person here. I can Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio yeah. and See, uh, I like I was always into that kind of well, stuff, yeah. but it was once you kind of it crossed over into the dashboard confessional mm-hmm. and some people never came back. <laughs> I know. I, I remember <laughs> that. And, and uh like it's like um you know, like the skinny jeans thing kind of like started like it, it they became like a line that I was always kind of straddling where I was like, oh, like that's a whole scene and a style that I, I was I was still – I mean, through, until I was a senior, I was wearing like the chain wallet and you know what I mean? Like the, it would, the metal it would ball necklace. It would jingle when you try to straddle that line. Yeah. <laughs> 
but you know, it was always like just right on the like. I was always like, oh, I don't know about like the checkered belts and the and the skinny oh, yeah. jeans and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it was always like right, just a little too. Although there were like punk rock dudes who were doing that too. Yeah, you know, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I also listened to a little bit of like metal then too, and I was like, real. It was a real like unaware of what I kind of right. fell into. We were all angsty. We just found yeah. different ways to to, to yeah to uh, em- embellish but, that. But I will say, then I I kind of forced myself into Dashboard Confessional. I ended up listening to this album a lot. That uh, God, I don't remember what it was called, but it had like the pink cover. I think is that incorrect? I, don't know. Maybe I actually haven't looked at what the album looks like. Um, or like um, a hue to it of some sort, and it was like a sparse. I remember he did like some kind of. He would do like full photo or something, and those would have like a picture or whatever. And then he would do some like EPs, uh, and those were like it would be like a color, yeah. and then there'd be like a white, yeah, something, and yeah. then it would just say the. Uh, well, what's what's whatever. the what's like his most famous? His big his big hit like the first thing that. Um, and it pops up in Google. Yeah, and and you know, diehard DC fans would yeah. be like, "No, he had better songs than that." But like the one, yeah, that the, kind of because I think he had a music video that was on MTV. Right, right. Um, but it was uh, "Screaming Infidelities." That's right. And yeah. I think it was on like an MTV movie or something. Yeah. So they were kind of pushing that. Yeah. Um. So do you want to listen to that song? Yeah, let's let's give it a listen. Uh, I, I I I can't even really remember the melody or anything. So um, this will be. Uh, Interesting. Let's see here. Turn my mic this way. It sounds very different than if I turn my mic this way. Can you hear it? Yeah, very yeah. good acoustic guitar. Yeah. He's whispering. Yeah. But as he gets more emotional, usually towards the end of all right. of his songs, he's doing maybe too much. <laughs> the the melody is nice. I mean, it's that whisper thing that sounds that sounds very dated. <laughs> Uh, it, I remember his uh, band was very good. Like, his drummer was awesome. This is that kind of like real. Oh, see, that, that, that's, that's the sound that defines his band. Here's, here's how you can tell. I think maybe a test of like. The, uh, <laughs> but same words like. Here's, like Oh my god. I don't see it, yeah. it it doesn't it doesn't uh hold up, right? I mean it, it doesn't You can't be an adult and listen to this. No, it's not something that we could play like around the house while you're like, <laughs> Unless you, I am alone. unless you want to feel nostalgic. Like, unless you want to be like, I remember uh, hanging out and chasing some Yeah. Uh, 
He's a little annoying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like, like maybe at some point I turned it off. Um, <laughs> no fade down, huh? Just, just no. straight off. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously haven't listened to the first forty-five episodes of this show. <laughs> we do hard cuts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I and I, I feel like that would be some of the stuff that ages the worst. Honestly. I, I might agree with you. I just because yeah, like I said, like when you're when you're 16 years old, you're like this guy has been through the stuff that I'm going through. Yeah, when I mean, really, most likely you haven't gone through anything, right. but you feel. But like you, you fe- have. every time anything happens, it right. feels like very shaking. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's 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 a lot. I mean, and that that's what that music is. I think supposed to. Meant to, I mean, even on a musical level, it, mm-hmm. it's it's supposed to uh, it's supposed to invoke that same feeling of like, like I guess it's because you just everything you're doing at that age is kind of like the first time you're doing it, so everything feels very adventurous mm-hmm. and emotions are very heightened. You right. know, happy is like really really happy and sad is really really sad, but it's just because. You haven't felt a lot of sadness. Right. You haven't felt a lot of joy, you know? So you're just sort of learning how to feel those things. Yeah. And you're like, um, this is the soundtrack to what I'm going Right, through. and that music sort of sounds that way. It's like real big highs and real big lows and just... Um, but, you know, it doesn't sound like... It, the melody is nice, but there's not a lot going on there musically for, for me anyway. I, and yeah. his voice is annoying. It's I a mean, little that's, annoying. That's just... I, I'm uh, I'm thinking about, um, I, I play that song in my car a lot, and the last song on the album, on that particular album, um, he goes, like, next level. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's whiny. Really? I feel like that's it, like a, play, play, like, just a minute of it. Okay. Just, well, it's <laughs> another one that fast. starts kind of whispery. Well, it's fast forward, you know, scrub ahead and get to, like, I want to hear, like, him just peak Dude. wine. <laughs> it is. That, that's, like, you know, a lot of people from then had that kind of voice, I would say. Mm-hmm. But not, like, that level of uh, wine. You know who sounded like that? There was that dude from... Um, uh, Black Flag. I don't know if you ever listened to that. Well, and he it was had almost that like s- that, like sort of wine, and sort of almost like a slight British accent. It's just like you, you're constantly kind of making a uh, duck face with your mouth when you talk. This is the last song It's also just kind of boring, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I feel like I can imagine being his dad and just being like, dude, this is not as cool as you think it is. We paid for guitar lessons for five years. You kind of just sound like a little whiny jerk. But, like, that's another thing that, like, 
at the time, like, I, again, like, 16-year-old Jay was like, I relate to them. But I don't know, like... <laughs> Jay quit talking to mouth along with that scream. <laughs> Dude, the more. I, I will say, though, that scream is a little bit more appealing, at least for me. You know? so? Yeah, like, I mean, it doesn't really sound great to me, but <laughs> I, it, it it's doing what that music is kind of supposed to do, which is like, oh, I, I, I'm so emotional, I gotta scream. Not, I'm so emotional that I have to talk like... <laughs> listen to, but just listen to the last sound he makes. Okay. <laughs> that at the end, he's so like out of like he's expended so all of his like energy and emotion, and he it's, goes. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like an uh, Adam Sandler character. <laughs> <laughs> That's who's gonna play. Uh, Chris Caraba and Chris Caraba. That's Chris his Caraba. name. Oh. I always wondered if he was secretly uh, related to the family that owns the popular Italian restaurant chain. <laughs> um, but no, Chris like, Caraba. I, 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 and I maybe should have done some research, um, like I normally do when I do this podcast. <laughs> but I wondered, like, how old was he when, <laughs> when he was writing that? Like, maybe. I mean, he, he clearly was, like, not in high school, but, like, he, yeah. what do, you, do you think maybe, like... Was he orchestrating it for a younger generation, or was that a leg- coming from a legit place of emotions? Right. I, and I, I wonder I, that about music all the time in general. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that way about a lot of the bands, because a lot of the bands that I would go see while I was in high school, the audience was... Probably ninety percent high schoolers. Right, like, right. That was who the music was for. Right, and so they would, you know, drive there, get their parents to drop them off. For there. sure, yeah. But like, how weird must that be to be like in your mid twenties? Even I, I always think it's weird that like I mean I don't think Dashboard Confessional existed for too long, but as these bands sort He's of age, going. is he? Yeah. Like, who's going to like who's the fans now? Is it? Older guys who grew up with him, who who loved him, or is it is it still kind of high school kids? Like I, I remember for years after high school, going to three eleven shows and being like, it's filled with high school kids, mm-hmm. and I, I and it, it was like the, there was always kids like me who were just like these three eleven fans who who would go to the shows. But I mean, every new album I didn't like, and it's because. I probably wouldn't have liked the albums I liked if I listened to them when I was twenty and twenty one years old. I you know it's. You like them because you're a high school kid. Right. And I just held on to that for so long. But, you know. <laughs> is it, it's, it's like um, the Polar Express. Like, yeah. you can't hear the bell anymore. Right. It's like, you're too old. Yeah. You can't hear the bell but ring I, anymore. But I kept showing up to the train stop. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so he's 42 now. Oh, my God. So... 2000, let's say 2004. Uh, hey, hey, this is 2018. That would have been 14 years 14 ago. 14 years ago. So he would have been 20, 
Yeah. Eight-ish? Yeah. Tw- late 20s? A little old for this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, let, let's, uh, can I take, can I have this? Go, be, be um, my guest. What are you playing on, uh, Spotify? Spotify. Yeah. Um, this will be kind of a big departure, but just since we're talking about them, let's listen to a 311 song. I normally don't let the guests take over, but <laughs> because we're best friends. It's interesting because I think, I mean, everybody, there are certain songs that, uh, that were too popular for even me, like Amber and and, and that era. I, I was more deep cuts. I just like the, I, I got into them like in the late nineties when I was like twelve or mm. thirteen, you know, and and that always kind of was like. I mean, by the time I was in high school and I was like, you know, smoking weed with my like dumb stoner friends, like they were like, I was like, this stuff is so good. It's just positive and it's about <laughs> pot and everything's good in their world, um, but. Here's the thing is, this is a band that I, I have at times, I mean, there was a time where I was just like, Jesus, they are not good. Like, I don't know why I like them so much. They do not make good music. But I, like, even the, like, I would listen to, I was just like, oh my God, this is embarrassing. I, as I've gotten older, I've, I've kind of reconciled what I liked about them mm-hmm. um, while still not quite accepting that it was it was good music but not not quite bad music either there are certain i'll play like what i would think of as a well i want to play a good song but i also want to play one that play one that you feels like them you, you know what i mean drove around in high school listening oh, to god i really this like, is a safe space Mohammed. i know can... but I, I just i really want to play something that is is very much them too you know what i mean like yeah. that sort of has a lot of what they were famous for. It's very poppy. Right away, piccolo snare. Not a fan. Of it. Really don't like the the thin little snare. You know what I liked about it? I mean, first of all, the positivity to it was a big strong factor for me in high school. I remember just being like, this is so, like, nice. And, and, like, it had such a really nice message for, like, a kid like me who, you know, I I guess every kid, but you feel a little like an outsider. And then you listen to, I mean, by all means, these adults telling you, like, no, it's cool. It's cool that you're weird or, like... You know, don't abide by other people's rules. It's yeah. it's like punk rock, but more upbeat. You know, I get that. Now, that being said, it sounds it's upsetting your dog. Is what <laughs> it's doing. He's making noise. It it sounds like like almost like a Disney song that's really trying to sound cool or something. You know, it's like a little too like just upbeat and his voice also not good. Yeah. And he like sings pretty, you know. He's like, oh. it's very. It also it sounds very. Uh, there's a lot of computer effects going yeah. into every his voice and all the instruments. Yeah, yeah. And then they also kind of rap, which is also a little yep. weird. I remember that. Here, here we go. What? Listen, this, this is like the big breakdown in the song. Here's like there's that funky sort of. There's like a funk level to it too. It was very enjoyable. 
first to me. Oh, but I listen to it now, and I mean, there is definitely just, I think, me being nostalgic. But I, I start to understand. I mean, a little bit like you and Dashboard Confessional, yeah. I think, just now. Like, I start to get what I liked about them more. Well, that's good, uh, yeah. That's what this podcast is about. Yeah. Figuring out why we did like it or didn't it, like it. I mean, it. The, the melody is, is – it's that funk. It's yeah. that funky, like – it makes you kind of want to dance. It's good for, like, driving around in the summer. And like I said, it's positive. It's, it's very it, – it does feel very beachy, which is yeah, like – Yeah. Do you think maybe because we were in Kennesaw, Georgia, which is not near a beach? Yeah. Do you think, like, you wanted to be – like you, you. I mean, I think definitely, partly. Like it, it had that beach vibe that I think when you're a kid, your life just you want to feel like you're. At least for me, I, I was really about good times. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was that kind of a kid. I was, you know, driving around with my shirt off and my sunglasses on. You know, smoking cigarettes. And right. Shit. You know what I mean? Like just very typical kind of douchebaggery. But it, you know, like yeah. I was, I was always chasing a good time, and that band was. Very much. It was that like life's an adventure, but it's cool kind of mm. thing, and and I I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of their album titles. <laughs> life's an adventure, dot dot dot, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So let's. Um, Should we try to find something that's good? That's what I was thinking, and yeah. we kind of talked about it earlier. Um, but the the sort of idea that like. Um, thinking about how much you used to like an album mm. and then listening to it and still finding that you like it. Um, and so I, I, I drove home last night and I listened to uh, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning by yeah. Bright Eyes, mm-hmm. and which was one of his, maybe his like third or fourth Album? Yeah, it was it was a little bit like it was after I think it came out the year the summer after I graduated high school. Yes. So, yeah, I remember and I remember really loving it and I, like I did too. To it a lot. And uh I mean I, I also didn't really know a lot of people who liked Bright Eyes at the time. I mean, um I don't think we ever really talked about him, me and you. Although did we see him together? I think we might have. I think we might have gone to a show way um, back in the day. I remember, and it, it almost, like, Bright Eyes was, like, the next level of... Of that Dashboard All the people who like Dashboard yeah. Confessional, at a certain point, yeah. you got to Bright Eyes level, and then you, like, didn't really listen the, to Dashboard Confessional the, as much, because you were like, no, this is more grown up. What is what is the um, Mirror? What that What is that Fevers album called? And Mirrors? Fevers and Mirrors. Yeah. So, I remember hearing that album in high school... I was probably a senior already. Like it was after that album had been out, you yeah. know. And, and I listened. Somebody like turned me on. Oh, my cousin Rima turned me on to it. Mm-hmm. She lives in. She lived in Southern California, and she was visiting, and she was. She showed me brand new, in that Bright Eyes album, and I loved that Bright Eyes album so. I really, really got into it. So it was a little bit later, and then that that summer, you know, Fever or uh, I'm Wide Awake, It's Morning, and Digital Ashes, yeah. Digital Arm came out. And I was like, these are amazing. And I think a lot of Bright Eyes fans, people who had been fans of Bright Eyes, kind of pulled out a little bit with those albums. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. I think I'm Wide Awake This Morning was more of a, like, 
kind of what he'd been doing. And then Digital yeah. Ash was like that electronic kind of thing that. Yeah, but there was like some electronic kind of stuff on Fevers and Mirrors too. There was that darkness. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I, you, I, I was just thinking about like you saying that you heard Fevers and Mirrors when you were a senior in high school. Yeah. It took me back to that like being in high school and you always wanted, because in my mind I was like, I heard Fevers and Mirrors when I was a sophomore. <laughs> and and uh, Mitchell's dad took us up to the 40-watt club, and we got to go see Bright Eyes because his dad came with us because we weren't old enough to get in. That's fantastic. And so we came back to school the next day feeling like fucking champions. Yeah. If, we were like, if, yeah, you we, had, if we had talked about that, I probably would have thought you were cool as shit. You know, <laughs> I would have been like, wow, that guy But awesome. there was that thing about um, maybe – Maybe not so much you with 311, but there was this thing of like, you wanted to be like, have you heard yeah. this band? And someone yeah. would be like, no. And you'd be like, yes. Yeah. I know about but this band and they don't know it, about it. You know, for me, it was some of the old, like some of the music that sort of led into the pop punk era, like uh, No Effects and the Vandals and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, I think they were very much of that era of, of pop punk, but they were also, they felt a little bit more OG than like Blink-182 and some of the stuff that came right. after that. Um, and even like Green Day and stuff. And I remember, like, I knew a lot of people who liked Blink 182 and Green Day. And I would be like, yeah, but have you heard the Vandals? And I always remember, I like to show people, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think I was on that level of be like, you poser, you know, real punk music. Right. But, uh, I used to like to show people, and there was always there was always a sense of satisfaction of being like, you know, check this out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you wanted to be the guy that introduced somebody to a band, because for whatever reason, you felt like like you helped them yeah. or something. I but, yeah, I, I get, I mean, thinking about it now, I'm surprised I wasn't more embarrassed to do that at the time, because there were a lot of people that didn't give a shit about right. your music, that you were, like, shoving it down their throats yeah. constantly. Yeah. All right. But nothing was better than, like, sitting in a in your car and, like, getting your buddy in the car and being like, you gotta hear this song. Oh, yeah. It was a great feeling. Yeah. Um, so, I'm trying to... Okay, so last night, um, I get in my car, Yeah. I put this on, and my immediate reaction is, I haven't listened to this album in years. And my first reaction is, ooh, this isn't going to be good. Ooh. Because. Wait, this is, I'm wide awake. I'm wide awake. Morning? Because it starts with this, which I. Oh, mean, that little talking thing. And she was on an airplane. Dude, I thought this was the coolest. I did too at the time. And now, I do not like it. The largest ocean on. I don't like the way he sounds like he's coming up with it off the top yeah. of his head when he's clearly not. He's like, uh, he's taking those like fake pauses. And he fake says, swallows. He's like, <clears throat> uh, and, and he says uh, arduous. Which yeah. At the time, I was like, whoa. I had to look it up. I didn't know what the fuck arduous meant. No, I'm like, there it was. Oh, oh, pretentious. <laughs> Did you remember the music video it had Evan Rachel Wood? As the woman, oh, no. in the scene. I don't know if I yeah. ever saw the video. It was mostly like cut out animation and stuff. And like he, he did a little bit of that and uh, some other albums too. But uh, this beginning had Evan Rachel Wood as like the girl and like this old man, and they were like talking on the like they're playing it out as he's talking about okay. it. But I remember thinking like Evan Rachel Wood's so cool. <laughs> she did a bright eyes video. Oh my god. It's yeah. I I don't feel like this. But this and then when this kicks in, I thought this was so cool. Oh yeah, at the time yeah. 
but we're going to a party. it's still kind of cool. I mean, a party. <laughs> I don't, I don't party. like this anymore. I don't know why. I just don't. I just wish Happy it just started. Birthday, you know, it, it's you only very, it's only kind of cool. Very, very, because very, it existed when it did. If I heard an album do this today, I'd probably be like, that's stupid. Yeah. But it existing then, yeah, it like and I love this. Just start it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. I like this. He, he has such a distinct voice. And that was a thing that a lot of people I remember didn't really like about him. He's like, like quivering. Right. But I think, like, my favorite bands now, they all have singers with textured like, voices. Weird, yeah. Kind of, you either like it or don't. Kind of yeah. That's why I like Young Thug and Lil Yachty yeah. when I go to hip-hop. But like, I like a lot of weird textured yes. voices in my, in my music. My, my, some of my favorite bands are like The Hope Steady, Aquaville yeah. River, yeah. And Titus Andronicus. And I'm like, none of these guys have like good singing voices. That's uh, Jim James. Yeah. It's so clearly Jim James once you recognize him. You're like... Oh, it's weird. It's like my morning jackets, yeah. like behind him. Right now. <laughs> These guys are like monsters of folk. <laughs> um, I, I think too um, something that that I this album especially and it's older albums you would get a lot of different like orchestral instruments. Yeah. Or like yeah. this one, you know, we had like mandolins and banjos. We also had a couple of like. Um, Country artist, uh, folk mm-hmm. artist like uh, Emily Lou Harris, I believe, is on yeah. this album a couple times. She's on the next song. It's yeah. Great. Um, but yeah, like it was the first time I'd like listened to songs with those instruments. And like, I really like this. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, lyrically, this whole album is kind of about like death and like the afterlife, and uh, it's it's so upbeat sounding. I, I remember thinking that was very cool, you know. Yeah. Um, and I still do. I, I still think this is a cool album, if nothing else, you know. Yeah, yeah. and it's kind of short. Like, by the time I got home, there was, like, two songs left. And I, like, went inside and, like, listened to the last two songs. Yeah. And she was like, I gotta finish it. Yeah. Especially since the last two songs uh, are still fantastic. Yeah. They hold up really well. I'm happy just because. Um, so yeah, I feel like in in you know in in conclusion, he said there's such an upbeat ending. And he goes, "I'm happy just because I found out I'm really no one." It's like so weirdly dark and <laughs> uh, okay with it. You should play um, one off of Digital Ashes now. Okay. That these two albums were released on the same day. Yeah. Uh, but they were two separate, sold separately albums. I mean, that's also just awesome. I would, uh, you know, it's. I mean, artists do it now or do crazy things like that now, and it's always cool. Mm-hmm. But Connor Ober's or Bright Eyes wasn't that famous for that to make too much of a splash. I know a lot of like publications and stuff were really all about him, but. Um, but yeah, like that is like if that was done today, people would flip out, you know. Yeah. What um? What song? Let me yeah, see. Yeah, you picked Let this song. See. I listened to this one too, but I feel like the other one I liked more. 
I mean, this is, yeah. I, I, I would try to play something a little bit more electronic, but this song's awesome. Also a song just straight up about death. <laughs> Like, if this album came out today, it would probably be very popular. It, sound, it doesn't sound out of date, and this came out in 2004, 2005. I mean, sounds very modern. Yeah. It would be an iPod commercial. Yeah, it probably would be. I love those songs that sound like they were just created for an iPod commercial. I think a lot of bands write songs now, hoping to get them in a commercial. And then Big Boy gets in. He's like, okay. (laughs) I didn't need this, but cool. (laughs) I think I saw him play this album. He toured... For he t- did a I'm Wide Awake the Morning tour and then he did a digital last tour. Yeah. I think I saw I both of them. Yeah. And uh, like the dude from the Yeah Yeah Yeahs play. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe he produced this record or something. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. I don't know. I mean, that's maybe. <laughs> but I would say something. Yeah, I remember liking liking it. It was like fun. Yeah. Kind of sticking with my uh, theme of music choices of just being like super upbeat, right? <laughs> Maybe not lyrically, but yeah, but it has musically totally. like fun. Yeah. Um, what else? Was, I mean, should we should we take a dive onto the pop punk side or? Um, I mean, there's there were like we were. I mentioned to you earlier that Atticus Dragon the Lake album. Yeah. There's so much like you know. Did you get? Did you used to buy those like? Uh, sampler albums, I like did. record label samplers yeah. and stuff. Man, I, those were the jam. I remember, well, there were like, there were labels in particular that yeah. I would, anything that they put out, right? even if it wasn't, like, like uh, I remember like drive through Records. Mm-hmm. I would, any band that they had, I would be like, well, I need to listen to them because they do Newfound Glory or like, or something, you know, like, and so that's how I heard of like Finch. Yeah, let's see if Finch holds up. Yeah, yeah, let's see if Finch holds up. <laughs> I'm gonna guess not, though, because I don't think they were that good <laughs> at the time. Uh, we, I know, we went and saw Finch at the Tabernacle together. Me and you, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, it was Newfound Glory and Finch. Oh and God, somebody else. But Newfound Glory is another. They're they're not good. Mm, yeah. yeah. All right. He's got that voice more than anybody. That Finch uh, put out an album in 2014. That's crazy. Yeah. Who listened to it? I had a Finch t-shirt, which is weird because I don't even remember liking the band that much. All right. So I remember this song was meant so much to me. As a as a young as a young Jay Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. It's, it's so like predictable. <laughs> I knew exactly what this was gonna sound like, but I didn't even remember. 
Yeah, I, 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 I was really like somewhat, um, somewhat selective with with my screamo, and I never got into like hardcore. Yeah, like I remember, I, yeah, there, there, was, were, there were some of my friends that went straight up into like. Like you know, that, Norma Jean, yeah, and yeah. Like those kind of. Things. I I would dip my toe in a little bit, but I, I was always like a little freaked out to go see a show, <laughs> and, you know. Oh well, yeah, because the mosh pits were always yeah, like, were like and like you couldn't avoid them. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it was cool, but I remember after going to a couple shows like that and just being like, I don't, I don't know, I don't think I want to do that anymore. Yeah, it's really aggressive. Yeah. Again, you know what's funny is this sounds like what rock and roll kind of became later on, like pop rock, like yeah. a lot of like 99X and stuff, mm-hmm. kind of all started sounding like this. Well, it was, yeah, it was that dynamic of screaming and then yeah. like trying to sing and yeah. sound, yeah. you know, pretty. Yeah. It's the struggle inside all of us, I think. Yeah, and it's even, I mean, like the guitars in this song and stuff, they're all very just upbeat chords and mm-hmm. stuff, you know? It's kind of strange. Yeah. It doesn't... Well, they're like power chords, which are yeah. generally, you know, not minor chords. Yeah. But it, it seems... It just seems a little at od- odds with itself, where it's like... I don't know. You keep expecting... A, it almost sounds like it has edge until you listen to it a little bit, and then you're like, nothing about this is edgy. There's nothing about this that's, like, hard or, like, dark. Yeah. It's just... It's kind of pleasant. Like, it sounds like an angry kid who, like, grew up in a nice house. Yeah. With a nice family. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it was anger of the privileged. Right. Um, which I guess is kind of how I was. I, I felt... Yeah. I felt like I had some kind of anger in me, and I had no reason for it. So... Do you want to know what took up most of... We'll go a little bit more mainstream. What took up most of my... The space on my uh, iPods. Yeah, let's hear it. It was uh, Blink-182. Okay. Yeah. And Blink-182 is a band that... Um, yeah, more so than... than well, they, they're... They... I listen to them today often enough. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I never go... It's not like I'm constantly playing them or anything... But I never go too long of a period of times where I'm not like, I should listen to that Blink-182. Are you going like, like uh, Dude Ranch? Like yeah, really for far sure. back? Well, Dude Ranch, definitely. And, and sometimes What's like Cheshire Cat, Cheshire Cat and Buddha were kind of like yeah. those two like sort of the garagey pre, stuff. The Travis Barker albums. Yeah. And they were always kind of just, I don't know. They, they were always available. I remember Dude Ranch just being like, this new album that came out. I remember when Damn It was like a single. Yeah. Uh, but Cheshire Cat and Buddha were just existed <laughs> before anything else to me. But um, the the thing with this band is I think it's another one that um, I think they hold up, uh, but they are probably more dated sounding than anything else we've listened to. Mm-hmm. It, they're very of their time, you know. Um, but it's not – it's really – it's just really good – Pop music, you know? Right. Um, I will play... I'm going to try to play something that's a little bit uh, like was modern for for us at the time. So we're going to go to Enema of the State. Um, 
Uh, were you a fan? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think um, in my like timeline, that was even before Dashboard was bands like like Blink One Eighty Two and Sum Forty One, and like you would wear the like dicky shorts with the the striped socks and the Converse Chuck Taylors. Yeah. Like that was that was probably like ninth and, and early tenth grade. And then I I started getting away from from the like pop punk stuff and more towards yeah. the like emo and like right. that kind of stuff. Right. But, yeah, I mean, this was this was definitely it, it sounded very accessible to everybody. Like, I don't remember anybody not liking Blink One Eight Two. Right? No, yeah, there people like them more than other people. I like them. I saw them live a lot, but mm-hmm. I, it just felt like everybody agreed with them. You could were play they them good and, live? Because I feel like I've seen videos and they. Um, I one of the last times I ever saw them, it was it was them and they, Green Day opened for them. I think it was one of those like two handed tours where they would switch off. Right. But Green Day played first, and then they came out and they were terrible. Yeah. And Green Day was pretty good and I like at that time I was already kind of over Green Day mm-hmm. and uh they like killed it <laughs> and I was like man they're, they're pretty solid yeah. Yeah, I was like Blink-182 was embarrassing compared to them. Yeah. But I, I, I they had good shows. I I saw them a bunch of times and I remember always enjoying their shows. Mm-hmm. They were very theatrical and they kind of did the same shit at every show which is always of, a little disappointing. A lot of dick jokes and Yeah, they talk a lot. Yeah. And, like inevitably they're doing they do something with Travis Barker's drum set either like goes through the air or like flips in circles, you know. Not cheap drum sets those. Really? Uh what was it? Orange County Drums and Percussion? Yeah. Um is that his No, it's or is just It was like like the guy from Newfound Glory had one. Really? And it, that was, the, like that was like that was like the drum kit. That, yeah, and I remember because I remember when we started my band in high school, and it was me and Chase Sampson and Ben Paget, and Ben had the Mark Hoppus Fender bass, mm-hmm. and Chase had the Tom DeLonge Fender uh, Stratocaster, and I was like, I can't buy this four thousand dollar <laughs> Orange County drum set. So I was like, I'm just gonna stick with this one that I have. I'm gonna play uh Aliens Exist off Animal Mother State. This is not I don't think it was like a single, but it's it, one of the few songs on that album that wasn't a single. But it's a good one. Oh god down. Now we need to talk because their voices are terrible. Awful. Both. And also, Tom DeLong is super into aliens now. Yeah, actually, did you see that recently? He was, like, given funding, and they were like, no, you're right. <laughs> like, somebody validated him. Like, the government were like, were like, he's won a bunch of awards for, like, being the leader of, like, alien research and shit. I was just reading this. This happened, like, last month. I'm telling you. It's crazy. He's been validated by, like, a ton of different oh, publications. No. It's really weird. Do you think he ever looks through a telescope trying to find aliens and he just says out loud, Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is this isn't even close to my favorite book way to song, but it feels very them. Yeah, they had a they had like a formula yeah. of things that they would do that worked well. Yeah. Here, here's where the instruments gotta drop off. And then, 
it's this is what I'm saying. Like it's it's not complicated, and I mean, there's obviously kind of an issue, or I would see people having an issue with their voices because they're I don't know. Well, he sounds like a cartoon character. Towards the end, because I guess they are still a band, but yeah. now Tom DeLonge's not in the band anymore. Right. But I remember when they did their like. I think it was just like their self-titled album. Yeah. And they were trying to get a little more serious, yeah. and it didn't work. And no, because he sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah. And he, like Mark Hoppus isn't much better, I guess. He he doesn't sound quite as muppety, but he's he's got that like, yeah. know, like <laughs> weird deep high pitch thing going. Like, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it sounded. And I mean, they were, I think, you know, getting older, so they were like, yeah. maybe we should write, try to write a, a, a yeah. you know, a, a regular song that isn't about whatever all of our other songs have been about. Yeah, I mean, this song is legit just about aliens. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, this is good. That's what I'm saying. Like, as far as just the way that songs are put together, it, it's good. Like, this is it's very catchy. Well, and at this point, too, they were, like, they were a big radio. Yeah. This NMO said, what, uh, this what's was, my age again? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, say it ain't so, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what's funny is, I, I almost like Take Off Your Pants and Jacket more, this the album that came after this. Yeah. But... The singles off that album, I did not like at all. No. That was Rock Show. Oh. <laughs> I hated that. When song. he talks about it on Rock Show, where he's like, I couldn't wait for the summer at the Warp Tour. Yeah. And I was like, I think you're like 35. <laughs> so can you not wait because yeah. your band is playing it? Or are we to believe that you enjoy going <laughs> to the Warp Tour? Or did you write this song 15 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> we need some context here, Mark. Hold on, there's a different song, but let's play, let's play this one off of uh, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." This is this is the opening track, and this, this is a fantastic opening. Track. It is, <laughs> it, it, this is like well past their prime in a way. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I, this album kind of came out a little bit later, like maybe like two years after. Like, I, I feel like they were losing steam already, or maybe I was just getting older. I, I don't know, but I, I remember being like. Excited for it, but at the same time, kind of going like, "Okay, well, we'll we'll see, you know, what they do." And then you hear this song. It's the first song you put on, and you're like, "This is great!" I um, they're kind of like Weezer, just like well orchestrated pop music, you know? Right, well produced. Yeah, like they got a a team of of people that know what kids want to hear, or like you know, younger people want to hear. Right. Um, A funny story about this album. Um, I grew up um, going to church and church camps during the summer. Like, I still would try, like, somehow get these albums and like hide them. Um, really? You yeah. weren't allowed? I guess they were. Explicit. This one had a parental yeah. advisory on it. Also, once it's called I, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Yeah. Once <laughs> I got to the point where you know, and Edema of Estate had like a porn star on the yeah. cover. <laughs> yeah, and and um, so I had to like sneak this one. But I remember going to church camp that summer, and they had this guy come in. And at the time, this album and uh, Limp Biscuits, really Chocolate Starfish, and yeah. Flavored Water, yeah. those were like the two biggest albums. Yeah. And uh, this guy came in and was basically like, 
take off your pants and jacket, says the F word 78 times. <laughs> we like, that sounds cool. The A word, and he just like broke it down. And, like, <laughs> and I remember. Um, like, Why is cursing such a bad thing for religious people? I really don't I mean, know. It doesn't seem like it has any ties to religion. I, I think it's. I mean, I could see you not wanting people to curse, right. whatever, but. Like, why did churches care so much? Like, I am. I, I mean, look, we can talk about the flaws in religion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, literally, like, no, and I think, like, in hindsight, there's somewhere like, in the Bible that's like Satan created cursing. Yeah, here's the list of words. <laughs> um, but I remember, like, I think my like youth minister knew that I had this album, and he was like, "If you don't get rid of it, I'm, I'm telling your parents." Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, the youth minister was supposed to be the dude on your side. No. Not that one. Uh, yeah, that one actually was uh, oh, child molester. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, you need a, uh, we need a different podcast. We're straight. We're straight. Like what I do, you know, besides, uh, besides his um, alien stuff, you know, Surprisingly, those guys haven't come out to, like, for all their dick jokes and stuff, no, like, weird uh, accusations against them. <laughs> they're all, like, married and have kids and, like, Hey, hey, do you remember Travis Barker's reality show on sure MTV? Do. Absolutely, I do. What a weird thing that existed. <laughs> the least charismatic of the three. And he's just, like, married to, like, a supermodel. And I remember, like, a lot of the show was just him going and getting high. And then, like, coming back and her being like, what are you doing? We got things to do. And he's like, oh, kids with who have mohawks. I'm, like a, I'm a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I smoke weed and I play in a rock band. Like, this is just kind of what I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's Mark Hoppus. Hold on. Let's, let's listen. Is this better or worse than Time to Watch? I think it's better. I don't know. That was a big thing that stretched over many genres. Was the sing like your nose has fallen off? Yeah, like sing as if there is no air getting in or out of your nostrils. <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else you want to listen to? I, mean, I feel like we've tackled quite a bit. This quite episode. a bit. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if there's like something specifically bad or specifically good. I think I, 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 I think like the, the takeaway is that um, even even if you listen to something now that meant a lot to you in high school um, and it doesn't hold up, still like there's something really enjoyable about like it reminding you of a moment or yeah, a, for a, sure. a summer for sure. or something or like there, there is something very sort of like the whole reminiscing what? thing is really and, enjoyable. And not only that, but it, it's, I, I find it enjoyable to kind of put my mind in that place and try to figure out what, why I liked it too, you know, because mm-hmm. there's always a reason there's like something about it that appealed to you. Then you were that person then, you know, so it's kind of fun to try to listen to it and, and, and figure that out. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I think it's clearer than others, you know. Right. Um, especially with something like like a dashboard confessional or something right. like that. You're just like, yeah, I've, I totally get why I liked this back mm. then, you know. But um, but yeah, it's, it's good stuff, man. 
It's cool. Um, it's fun. So yeah. I feel like there's like 20 other bands I'd like to talk about, but well, you'll have to come back and do well, another. Gotta come one. back. Um, That's right. We'll we'll try to we'll try to you know schedule that before you get out of here um <laughs> but that's gonna do it uh thanks a lot for listening you guys uh thank you to my guest uh muhammad joma thanks for having me buddy um do you want to plug your podcast or anything uh yeah everybody listen to let's make a podcast muhammad t joma and friends available on podcast uh sites websites all right <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> be safe love everybody yeah, love your brothers and sisters. It's my catchphrase yeah. I say it at the end of every episode. Love everybody. Love everybody. <laughs> you say it real slowly. Yep. Right, we'll be right back to inceptually come out of this podcast and into our other podcast. Let's make a podcast with Mom, T. Joe, and friends to wrap that podcast up. Thanks for sticking around with us. That was a lot of fun, Jay. That was fun. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I feel like I could uh, do that for days, just talk about well, old music. And I think we're just now getting to the age where it really like kind of makes sense. There was a long time where it was just like hanging on to the old music mm-hmm. and then a real like, fuck that old music where you're like, I don't know why I ever liked it. Yeah. And now we're kind of getting back to that place of like, we can appreciate it and no, understand yeah. it. I, I, I think... Yeah, there's – and like I said, like that was when I – at least for me, like that's when I liked music the most. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really like uh, – yeah, I wish I could go back in time and be like I was super into David Bowie or right. or <laughs> like the Eagles. I, or was, like, I didn't bring them up, but I was super into Sticks. Okay. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Yeah. Well, so like, I like classic rock, you know, Sticks. Yeah. See, I never had my – I wish – like I hear some people like, my dad showed me Led Zeppelin when I, I was know. five years old. I'm like, damn it. My used, dad did not. <laughs> I used to hang out with a, a guy named Ross Smith and uh, he uh, he was like – Listening to Rush when we were like fourteen yeah. and like Led Zeppelin, he was always showing them to me, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, there's like that stuff that comes on the river or whatever <laughs> the station was at the time." You I know? think there was something about like that old music too that I think in my mind I was like, "That's old." Yeah, That's I mean, I, I remember said. liking it, but I always thought like, "There's nothing there for yeah. me. It's just like good old music. Yeah. Who cares?" You know, they didn't wear any wristbands. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, thanks again for coming on, man. If you yeah, if you want to do another episode of this podcast, we can uh, of of uh, my high school uh, iPod. We you, you're more than welcome to come back and oh, yeah. record a different one. Maybe we'll have a guest on. Or if you have any other ideas, please come back and do them for sure. So thank you so much, and I want to thank the listener, guys. If you stuck around this long, just go ahead and hit that subscribe button, write a quick review, you know, like us, share us with your friends, all that stuff. It's a big help. For us, you know, in today's day and age where there's so many ways to create content, you know, so often we don't, and, you know, I'm I'm just out here doing something that I love to do, and it's, you know, it's for me, but it's also for you guys. So if you could just go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe, and uh, write a quick review, all you got to do is write like, hey, it was good, or even it was bad. It's just the more reviews that we we get, the better. Um, So that's it. Y'all have a great day, evening, afternoon. Whatever, and uh, Jay, I love you, and uh, listeners, I love you. Oh, you guys have a good one. I love you too. Come back and join us next week for more great episodes. Bye. Bye.